In some news that shouldn't be that surprising, Greg Wyshynski of ESPN reporting that the NHL and NHLPA have agreed to not have players attend the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics. What does that mean for the NHL season? Well, it is kind of surprising what people seem to think is and isn't going to happen. All that and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans. Erica Lindsay Ayala here, your host of Locked On Kraken. As always, thank you for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. And unfortunately, we are still talking about COVID. We are still talking about the implications of COVID and the Omicron variant in the National Hockey League. And the the latest is, of course, something that I've been essentially preparing you for for the last handful of episodes, which is that according to Greg Wyshynski of ESPN, the... NHL and NHLPA have agreed to not send any players to the 2022 Olympic men's hockey tournament in Beijing. Uh, Greg saying multiple sources have told ESPN that that will be the case. Um, The NHL and NHLPA had negotiated Olympic participation in 2022 and 2026 into their newest collective bargaining agreement after NHL players did not participate in the 2018 Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. The only caveat for the Beijing Olympics in February 22 was if the current NHL regular season was, quote, materially impacted by COVID-19 postponements. As of December 21st, the NHL has postponed 50 games because of outbreaks on teams and has paused its season through Christmas, apparently meeting that threshold. It goes on to say that January 10th was the moment that the NHL had to opt out, although we had heard multiple times over from Gary Bettman and Bill Daly that that was kind of just uh, uh, in good faith um, kind of deadline that at any point in time they could essentially pull the plug. That in and of itself kind of was like a a little bit of a smoking gun for me. So the break for the Olympics would have been scheduled from February 6th through the 22nd. That would have been for the entirety of the men's tournament. The NHL All-Star Game, as of right now, is still scheduled for February 5th. Now, on the one hand, I don't think that having the All-Star Game or maybe even some of the other specialty stadium games, outdoor games, is the best idea. Because here's the thing. Uh, The Olympics was more of a challenge because you had athletes traveling overseas. Um, There were a lot of concerns about what the quarantine would be like. Uh, So now I'm going to go back to Greg's piece. Um, Essentially, now attention is being focused on that all-star, or excuse me, that Olympic break, and now rescheduling some games um, and 
Greg Wyshynski writes, sources say those could include currently postponed games or potentially games that are scheduled for later in the season being moved up on the schedule, given the lack of arena availability during the break. While the NHL asked its arenas not to book events during the break on the chance players didn't participate in the Olympics, many buildings booked concerts and other events, seeking to make up for their own lost revenue during the pandemic. Now, I alluded to this in my tease, but there seemed to be a lot of confusion, although I thought it was pretty clear uh, I'd seen Emily Kaplan, Greg Wyshynski, among others, reporting that there were multiple schedules that were created and that the intention was always to have that Olympic break also serve as a little bit of a reprieve if there were too many postponements in the NHL. Now, yes, of course, it makes it difficult with these venues now being booked. The NHL asked arenas to not book up. Uh, some did, some didn't. So we'll see how that works out. But my understanding was always, <laughs> and come on, we didn't need a, a crystal ball to kind of see that this could very well happen. But um, my understanding was always that that break, if not used for the Olympics, was of course going to be used to play NHL games. Now, is the schedule just going to go on as usual? Well, one, it can't because the games, as of right now at least, aren't scheduled. Um, I guess they could take a break, but it took a lot for the NHL to have to give us uh, a break in the schedule, which really only amounts to a handful of days, depending on some of the teams, maybe just one day. Um, but it took a lot for them to even admit that they kind of needed to do that. Do you think that they're going to take three full weeks off now, knowing that they have agreed not to go to the Olympics? I'm thinking that's a no. It's a no for me, dog, right? The NHL is going to find a way to do this. So we're just going to have to wait and see, ultimately. Now, the other thing is, are the Olympics going to go on as scheduled? I, again, as someone who's planning to be there, haven't heard anything. I have so many questions and concerns, and quite honestly, it's a little bit frustrating on the media side of things. On the one hand, you understand why certain things are being held up. But to that end, you know, there has to be some grace and flexibility, and it's a little bit tough. Um, I'll just leave it at that for now. We'll see how things turn out. I'm still planning to go as of right now. We'll see if things change. So Greg Wyshynski's article in the, um, in the show notes. I also want to take you to Marissa and Jemmy. She wrote for the Seattle Times. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this yesterday, but she talked to different epidemiologists and special, um, you know, scientists about the pandemic and the spread of Omicron. And what I found interesting was the kind of physics and science behind why ice rinks um, and hockey that are set up for hockey in particular are a little bit more susceptible to spread. There's actually a stagnant air that gets trapped and almost creating this invisible, if you will, bubble on the ice because of the plexiglass and a little bit of the other things. Again, read the article if you want to check this out. So there's a stagnant air that remains and is just essentially recycled plus whatever sweat and breath is being um, exhausted, shall we say. Um, all of that just kind of stays in that little bubble. So 
when you have a player on a team that has tested positive and they test positive either before or right after playing another team. And then that's how the, the spread that we're seeing over a hundred players, we had another game postponed. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, I think it was Philly and the caps or the devils and the caps, somebody in the caps. Anyway, um, I think it was Philly, the flyers. And, um, so I found that really interesting, kind of the science behind it. Now, some people will be like, oh, what about the vaccine? People, people, people. Just like when you get the flu shot, it doesn't mean that you won't get the flu um, or anything for that matter. The vaccine was meant to mitigate the life-threatening symptoms associated with coronavirus and mitigate the spread. So it's not going to stop people at this stage in its growth and development from contracting COVID altogether. There are still things that you must do, like wash your hands, stay six feet apart. I'm looking at you, New York City. Um, wear a mask. Responsible things. Some of these are things that even if we weren't dealing with COVID, you should probably do, like give people space and wash your hands. Wear a mask if you want. So, I, you know, uh, anyway, it's a little bit exhausting to continually have, have to talk about this, but we have to talk about it because obviously it's impacting things like hockey. Uh, so for those of you who haven't heard, and yesterday's show, it went up, I think, earlier today on YouTube. I forgot to like click the like publish file. So that's my bad. But uh, yesterday's show went up as we got another six teams that shut down. Then the news came that all of the NHL was just going to take a pause uh, through what had already been determined as the December break. Yeah, Washington, it was the Capitals and the Flyers today that it was announced today that that game that was scheduled for tonight has been postponed. Tonight's game against Arizona Coyotes postponed. That came after I published yesterday's show for audio. And obviously if you watch on YouTube, you'll see that there. So yeah, COVID still a thing. Vaccines serve a purpose as do masks and hand washing. And NHL players are not going to the Olympics per ESPN. That's what we know. How does this impact the Seattle Kraken? Well, Alexander True, Philip Grubauer. The rosters, the full rosters for the United States and Canada had not been released yet on the men's side, nor on the women's side. Those are expected as is traditional at the top of the year. So what does that mean for who actually does go to the Olympics? Well, presumably, if there are Olympics, the United States... Canada and the other federations will build up from their younger talent pool and from players that are not actively participating in the National Hockey League. So, um, yeah, that's what it will look like, just like it did last time we had the Winter Games in Pyeongchang. So that's that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more on today's show. Um, I want to get into... Um, talking 
a little bit more about uh, Brandon Tanev, we, the Seattle Kraken, I'll give you their schedule. Obviously, things, no game tonight. Things um, have changed a little bit for them now that the NHL has officially gone on pause. And then we'll head over to the Charlotte Checkers so we can talk about some uh, Kraken prospects updates. We talked about the Firebirds yesterday if you want to pre-order. Uh, I'll leave that link in the description also. I'm still on the fence. Got to figure out what I'm going to do about my jersey. If I'm going to do a pre-order or eventually get one, the sweaters, the hoodies that they have are super sharp. I'm, I'm going to get some swag. You'll see. I'll be wearing it on the podcast soon. Anyway, that's what we have coming up on Locked on Crack. Now, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for $30 a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch so you can get the latest episodes all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. That's Boost Mobile. Now here's your disclaimer. The free phone is limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions may apply. Offers and or coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See boostmobile.com for details. All right, folks, let's get into what we know about Brandon Tanev. Um, and actually, before I do that, I got another update. So yesterday I spoke about the NFTs and I just literally just got an email as I'm recording this on Tuesday, December 21st at 2.24 Central Time. The Seattle Kraken and Orange Comet share your frustration about the delayed drop of the Kraken NFTs on Monday, December 20th. We wanted to make sure they would be as legendary as the Kraken itself. But due to some last minute challenges, we were unable to launch on time. Never fear, the first ever Kraken NFTs are coming. Your journey into the digital deep, the depths. <laughs> I added that last part. It's not in the copy. Uh, anyway, your journey into the digital deep begins Wednesday, December 22nd at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So everything that I said on yesterday's show is true, except for the fact that they didn't actually release the NFTs yesterday, but they will release the NFTs tomorrow. So something else to talk about, but okay. Brandon Tanev. So now we haven't had media availability. I've seen some people reporting on Brandon Tanev and I posted this yesterday. If you watch on YouTube, you'll see, um, I, when I edited that video in post, I, uh, relayed the following message from Ryan S. Clark from yesterday. Brandon Tanev is still being evaluated after leaving Saturday's game with what appeared to be a lower body injury while assistant Coach Jay Leach remains in COVID-19 protocol, but could leave tomorrow per the team. A few other things that happened um, either right as or immediately after I recorded yesterday's episode is that, and I posted this, um, I posted this again in the final edit on YouTube, but Per, I saw it from Emerald City Hockey first, but in the link, I'm going to link you to 9.50 a.m. KJR. Three Kraken forwards activated as Monday's practice canceled. This from my good man, Mike Benton. Caught up with him at preseason and training camp, as you may remember. We saw that... Um, 
it was Yanni Gord, Colin Blackwell, and Riley Shahan were actually all activated off the COVID-19 protocol. Gord and Blackwell seen on the ice separately in a window of an hour before practice was officially canceled. So you saw Emerald City Hockey and others reporting that Yanni Gord, Colin Blackwell, Riley Shayan, um, excuse me, specifically Gord and Blackwell had hit the ice and they were getting in their reps and then the news came that practice was canceled. So today they have off December 22nd through the 26th is now the NHL holiday break. And so no sooner than the 27th will we see the Seattle Kraken or any NHL team hit the ice. For the Seattle Kraken, they are set to play the Vancouver Canucks on the 27th. Now, they will not have practice. There's no practice and there's no COVID testing during the holiday break per the new pause because of uh, the COVID spread that's happening. So what that means is that the Seattle Kraken, at best, will have morning skate and only morning skate before they hit the road for Vancouver, uh, which is a, it's a road game. It's not even a home game. So it's going to be very interesting to see if some of those games on the 27th, how is that handled? Of course, although there's no testing, which I really don't understand, but there's no testing within the holiday break. That seems like a time per my last email, AKA my last podcast episode. It seems like a time where you might want to be testing people because they're going to be around other people. It's not as controlled an environment, but what are you going to do? I understand why you might want to give them a little bit of a reprieve, but if they're coming back on the, if they can't have any interaction, any hockey activities between the 23rd and the 26th, and there are games on the 27th, that doesn't make any sense to me. That means they have to come to the ice. They have to get tested that day. So it's a rapid test, maybe a PCR test, I guess. But then they have to figure out who can travel, who can't travel. Is the other team available? How many players do they have to recall? Have those players been tested? It just seems like a little bit of a logistical nightmare to not have that extra day. So I don't know. I don't really know logistically how that's working. Maybe I got it wrong, but either way, the Seattle Kraken have a game on the 27th. Then they host Philly and Calgary on the 29th and the 30th. So how's that going to work? We don't know a lot of things, folks. That's ultimately what this entire podcast episode is about. We just have to try and figure things out. So I'm going to try and move on. Like I said, I have some things about the Charlotte Checkers that I want to talk about. So let's just go ahead and get to that part of the episode. But right now, let me tell you about Bet Online that has you covered all season with more props, more odds, and more lines than ever while still remaining your number one spot for all sports action this season. It's a new website, it's a new interface, but you can still find on your mobile device, on your desktop, on your laptop, the best props and odds for your favorite Vegas casino games, football, boxing, and of course, the National Hockey League. So do not wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available this season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. 
I always love it when I can bring in a little bit of women's hockey or people that I've met. I've met amazing people in the women's hockey space. Um, and it's fantastic. So here's, I'm going to talk about uh, the AHL player of the week. Comes from the Charlotte Checkers, though not a part of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Chase Prisky, I believe I'm saying that right, was named the AHL player of the week. Also in his player of the week, uh, week in the week that he won player of the, I don't know, you get what I'm saying. The week that he won player of the week. He also got married to former captain, alternate captain of the Connecticut whale, Sydney Rusler. So two defenders become one. Aha, uh -huh. Spice Girls, anyone? Two become one. Anyway, <laughs> Sydney Rusler, Chase Brisky, congratulations on your wedding. Uh, now back to the Checkers. The Charlotte Checkers, of course, are hosting the AHL team for both the Florida Panthers and for the Seattle Kraken. That's until those Firebirds come into the league. Eh, eh. All right. The Checkers are fifth overall in the AHL Atlantic Division with a 14-11-2 record. Not too shabby. 30 points on the season. Again, fifth overall in their division. Although inactive at the moment for the Charlotte Checkers because, well, as far as we know, Alexander True is still with the Seattle Kraken. He is third overall in points, 18 points for the Charlotte Checkers. Now on the defensive side, Connor Carrick, my good man, Connor Carrick is tied with Prisky and rookie Matt Kirsten for most points, 12 among defenders. Cale uh, Flurry and Max McCormick might remember them. Also, uh, well, McCormick, at least, last I heard, was still with the Kraken. They are right behind Carrick in points with uh, nine points, respectively. Or I think both have nine points, excuse me. Uh, I'll leave the link to the uh, Charlotte Checker stats for you. And then there's Joey Decord. He is five, four, um, five wins, four losses on the season with a .923 save percentage. Joey Decord having a great season for these Charlotte Checkers, really keeping them in games. The Charlotte Checkers have been playing some amazing come-from-behind victories, and they're just an exciting team to watch. Um, so if you haven't already, make sure you check out the Charlotte Checkers. And I'm hoping, I'm still hoping that I get out for that 80s night and a Willie O'Ree fanny pack. If you don't know what I'm talking about, first of all, what? You got to listen to Locked on Kraken. I had a two-part interview with Tara Black, the COO for the Charlotte Checkers, uh, won an Executive of the Year Award in the AHL for the amazing work she's been doing with the Checkers. But she revealed to me, one, that the great Willie O'Ree got teased as an adult. These are young whippersnappers coming at the legend, Hockey Hall of Famer Willie O'Ree, because he carried a fanny pack. Now, I don't know how long ago this was, but now fanny packs, or as they're called, crossbody packs, are totally in. I think some people owe Willie O'Ree a little bit of an apology and more respect. He's a pioneer in every way. Wearing a fanny pack before they were sexy again. I'm just telling you. So if you have, if you have no idea what I'm talking about still, because I didn't really do a great job of explaining it, Tara Black, 
admitted that 80s night would also be the, the promo giveaway would be Charlotte Checkers Manny Packs. That's going to be an April game, hoping that Omicron and all her little friends and cousins and, and them, hoping that they stay away. I hope to get down to Charlotte, get me a fanny pack. So that is today's show, folks. I know it was a lot of COVID talk, but that's what's happening right now. But never fear. There's a lot more happening in the hockey world, and we're going to talk about it. And Kimmel and I have a really special little mini series that we're going to do, getting you ready for the Paralympic Games. I also, at the top of the year, have some really great interviews preparing you for the overall Winter Olympics hockey competitions, sled hockey competitions. So we're going to keep talking about the Olympics until they tell us that it's not happening. If that is, in fact, the case, we'll find out. Who knows? I kind of could see a situation where, where we have a year delay, just like Tokyo. Honestly, don't think it's the worst thing in the world at this present time, but we shall see. And I teased this a little bit yesterday, just in case you didn't listen to that show. Uh, expecting to come up on our 100th episode by next week. And we have a very special guest for Locked on Kraken, recorded that with my special guest yesterday. So it's going to be ready for that 100th episode. You're not going to want to miss it. Someone that is near and dear to the Seattle Kraken program. And it was a true honor to have them, not just on the show, but as the 100th guest. Guest. That's what I meant to say. But can you guess who the, the guest for the 100th episode is going to be? Let me know in the comments or on Twitter, on social meets, on the social meets. Of course, we can be found at Locked on Kraken. And of course, you can find me, the host of Locked on Kraken, at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08. So excited to bring you more Seattle Kraken talk. We'll have more time to dive into a few things here. We'll have some guests on, including that special guest for episode 100 that will air next week. Let me know in the comments or on social media, who do you think our special guest for episode 100 will be? Thank you for making Locked on Crack in your first listen of the day. Now go over and listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling, as they get you ready to take advantage of all those locked on bets odds until our next episode, which will be tomorrow. I remind you to hold fast, stay true. And of course, let's go cracking. Thank you. 